Hey everybody, welcome to the Spliff Podcast. I'm Bo Nellis, and this is episode 29, where I'm going to talk about the Cannabis Cup, the High Times Cannabis Cup to be specific. But first, we're going to start with a segment I like to call Stoner Moments. But even before that, happy 420 guys! I'm just saying because I'm recording right now and it's not quite 420, but I'll probably still be recording when it is 420, so it'll be nice to share that moment with you. Now let's get to stoner moments. First off, I want to correct how many puffs it took to get to the center of that fat blunt. When I went back in editing, it might have been a little hard to hear how many puffs I was taking, uh, depending on how you were listening to the podcast. But in my editing, I could clearly hear at least 15 hits. So not 13, I'm revising that, and we are now saying that it takes 15 hits in order to get to the center of a fat blunt. However, I know that there are some people that'll be more like, 15, here, give me that, give me that. One. Two. Ha 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 ha. All right, moving on to another stoner moment. I wanted to say, obviously, at the end of my stoner story, I got a ride home in his Crown Victoria, of course. Duh. I remembered that afterwards. I'm pretty sure it was brown. I was really excited about it, too. Another thing that I wanted to touch up on was I gave a review of the Boundless CFX personal vaporizer during one of the safety meetings a while back. And like right after that podcast, I was having a little bit of trouble with my my vaporizer. It didn't want to reach the, the correct temperature and vibrate. But I think that was because it was really low on battery. I'd been kind of pushing it lately. And, uh, and it didn't stop it from actually heating up. So it didn't stop me from taking puffs on it and getting high. I charged it. And ever since then, it's been fine. Also, I did try it for the wax. I removed the cotton completely from the cartridge that they sent it with. And, um, it was all right. It was an interesting experience and taste and temperatures. It was a lot smoother and cooler than, than the dabbing is. So for someone where dabbing is really still just not uh, the level that they want to take it to, or there's a safety issue that they're worried about. This is a great alternative to still get those concentrate numbers when you're medicating, but not have a lot of the other sinister effects of having to use a dab rig. Uh, but it's probably not going to replace dabbing for me or even my Atmos pen at any time uh, in the near future. It takes too long to refill afterwards. You have to wait for it to cool down before you can open it up and get back into it. I had a really hard time trying to open it back up again after it had cooled down because the wax that was still there made it really sticky and it's just a really awkward piece to try and get into. It kind of cuts my fingers up pretty badly. Uh, but other than that, I, I'm still excited to have it as an option. Need be 
but I, I wouldn't recommend it for anyone who wants a wax vaporizer by any means. Still love it as a flower vaporizer though, so it's just a, a cherry on top. All right, you guys. Man, it's been such a busy week for me. Uh, let's see. We have 420. I released two podcasts this week in case you missed it. I released a podcast on 420. If you didn't get it on 420, it might be because you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet. Uh-oh. You can do that on iTunes. Uh, you can subscribe to my RSS feed on the website, thespliffpodcast.com, and you can keep up to date with it via my Twitter and Facebook pages, where there's always going to be an instant posting, so you are made aware of a new podcast release as instantly as it happens, but you're going to have to follow me and maybe you should put like C first, just saying so that you don't miss it just in case. All right. Now let's talk about the cannabis cup, which took up most of my busy week and from which I am still kind of recovering. It was amazing. While I do that, I'm going to be puffing on my Atmos pen. Actually, speaking of my Atmos pen, I would have liked to have brought my dab rig over, but that isn't going to happen. It's just too cumbersome in this area for me. And I don't know, I just be doing a whole lot of dabs and I really need to get this recorded. So like always, my Atmos pen is coming to the rescue. Yay. I should definitely do a safety about this one versus my experience with the cloud pen style, uh, the flat pen style. I don't even think you can call it cloud pen anymore because everybody has them. Um, oh, the cloud pen, though, they have the new uh, portable dab rig system, which I got to try at the Cannabis Cup this weekend. So I can't wait to tell you a little bit about that, too. In the meantime, I'm going to hit... What am I smoking in here? I think it's the Af Queen that I put in. Just got to finish that out still. So the High Times Cannabis Cup. This is not the first time that I've heard of it by any means, but it is the first time that I've gone. I haven't gone in the past because I either didn't have a rec, uh, a medical recommendation for those who don't know, which is required to get in in the state of California, or I just didn't want to pay that much money, or I didn't want to have to drive to San Bernardino from where I live, which is a pretty lengthy drive, pretty miserable drive. And San Bernardino in and of itself is a rather miserable place. I don't have a whole lot of experience with San Bernardino. The little experience I do have has been centered around the Orange Show. But in all fairness, it was a really long time ago, too. And this time, it was a completely different experience for me. I mean, the Orange Show was amazing. The area around the Orange Show was amazing. Even the jack-in-the-box that I got on my way out on the last night, because, yes, I'm going to eat jack-in-the-box at the end of a cannabis cup. I'm just going to. was amazing. I can't say it's made it worthwhile to drive back, necessarily, but it's opened my mind up to the possibility. So that was really exciting. But it was mostly really hot and windy, which San Bernardino almost always is. That part was kind of a pain in the ass. 
On top of that, I also had way too much indica on the first day. I think I talked about it last time uh, in the 420 podcast. They were like twisting my arm, you guys, shoving the chocolate down my throat. I mean, I barely had time to chew it. And um, that's not true at all. It was amazing to, to be able to try all of those things. But because, again, it is SoCal and everybody in SoCal loves OG, almost everything was indica based and it wrecked me the next day between the indica edibles and the indica uh, vapes and the indica joints I could barely move the next day I also took a lot of hits off of the CO2 that was available the CO2 extractions I took at least five CO2 extraction hits, I want to say, on that first day, on that Friday. And I didn't like any of them. Uh, the, all of the tastes were either more like candy, like a uh, a food-based terpene, or it tasted like burnt cannabis, and, and it just wasn't really satisfying. So when I went back on Sunday, because we did take that Saturday off, uh, we had a friend's birthday party that I didn't even get to because I was so wrecked from all of that indica, I couldn't even make it. I, I did go over to a neighbor's house just to, to hook up for a moment, and I was telling them how I was so tired and I was missing this party and I didn't think I was going to be able to go. And they were like, ah, yeah, just go party with your eyes closed. That's the best way to party. And my friend went to give me a high five and I totally missed it because I was standing there with my eyes closed and it was perfect. And I was like, I'm going to go the fuck back home and visit my couch for a while, you guys. But I was able to make a full recovery back on Sunday, drove my butt back down there, and wow, it was incredible. I definitely stuck with the sativas. I made some incredible discoveries on the front of extractions, and I honestly, I didn't even bother with, with flour this time. I didn't smoke any flour while I was there that was part of a booth. Pretty much only joints and blunts that were handed around to me in the tent that I was in. And the tent that I was in was for the Downtown Patient Collective in Riverside, which, wow, was the dopest tent at the Cannabis Cup. Hands down, it had everything. It had protection from the wind. It had water for free, both chilled and room temperature, if that's what your jam is. It had comfortable, uh, available seating with this big inflatable tent. It had a full-service dispensary. It had concentrate bars with free dabs, three different types of glass blowers with three very different types of glass artistic styles. Some of it was more production work. Some of it was a lot more artistic, like hand-driven work. Um, but it's all about having those options there. And the people who were working with me that I was with really cool people, just, I mean, even watching them work together with themselves, you could tell like these people are just a really great working family unit. And, and, and I love the vibe. So if you are in Riverside 
or are visiting through Riverside or just want to hook up social media with some really cool uh, collectives and dispensaries, Downtown Patient Collective, DTPC, absolutely the best. I think their Instagram handle is the underscore DTPC. So that's Delta, Tango, Papa, Charlie. Check them out. While I was there, I also got a chance to try out a lot of free edibles, including Uncle Ronnie's beef jerky in the barbecue flavor specifically, though I did also try the Fuego OG, which was the perfect amount of white girl who likes spicy. I like spicy, but I'm still, you know, like, not to be all stereotype, I'm a white girl about it. And I can push those boundaries, but I want that flavor there. I didn't grow up on the spicy, I have my boundaries. So it was that perfect line of like, oh, this burns so good. I could eat the whole bag, but if I do that, I'm gonna hate myself. Fuck it, do it. So that's some good jerky right there. Uh, And then also I've been eating, nibbling on it before bedtime because it's a little sugar with the barbecue, sure, but it is still a leaner snack. It's better than eating the Rice Krispie treat that I got. So it's definitely been helping me get a better sleep too. I feel, I feel pretty rested. I think it helps lull me in pretty nicely, but it doesn't knock me out so hard that I can't wake up in the morning. One of my other scores was some concentrate that he hooked me up with, too, that I got called, uh, oh, what the fuck was it? Oh, King Louis OG. That's right. So that's an indica-based crumble. And wow. Now, you know my jams are usually sugars. And I love like the sappy, delicious, nummy, nummy, nummyness. And I'm going to talk about this new thing called Royal Jelly that I'm hooked up on. It's not like new, new, but I'm finally getting some. And the Uncle Ronnie's Crumble has that delicious aroma and almost looks like a sugar. It, it's If you're a fan of crumbles, I absolutely recommend Uncle Ronnie's. And I know since I'm sitting here with the Atmos pen that crumbles are fantastic. Usually, well, I should say good quality crumbles are a fantastic option for a lot of pen use because they're easy to work with. Uh, They're not like shatter where you have to fumble around with them. You can actually pick them up and they dissolve pretty well. The, The plant paraffin wax vaporizes pretty well in these little suckers uh, while while still giving you all of the oils and cannabinoids that you need. And if you're going to do that, get Uncle Ronnie's. Also, I think Uncle Ronnie's is on the social media blowing them up because they were super cool people. I cannot stress that enough. Cannot stress that enough. Another edible that I totally got hooked up with is this Canna Delights Shatter Infused Rice Krispie Bars. Now, they were throwing these off of the stage that was next to us, which I don't actually know whose stage it was because there were so many people that were there that were using the mic that I never... We thought it was the main stage, but apparently it wasn't the main stage. It was a booth. So I can't tell you whose it was, but at one point in time, well, during a lot of it, they were throwing free stuff off of it and free stuff goes everywhere from uh, maybe some 
uh, lanyards so that you can put your your badges on or uh, these things that I'm going to talk about called mouthpieces or uh, down to free shatter, free weed, free edibles, which is what I got hooked up with. I had to take some trash out of the booth right around the time that I heard that they were giving away some stuff and throwing it out there. And I'm like, well, let me just do these two things together and see what they're throwing out. And they were throwing out these boxes of edibles. And the thing about the boxes is that they're just the wrong size for most people's hands to grab. So they were tipping off of their fingertips uh, to the side or behind them. So I knew all I had to do was bide my time in the back, which is where I was. And it didn't even take that long. Two minutes max. And they threw one over there and it was maybe 10 feet in front of me. And it tipped off the guy's fingers all the way back and hit this open space of ground right in between me and like six other dudes. And like I gave a giant leap forward squatted down, swooped around, picked that motherfucker up. And I heard one guy go, nice, that was nice. And then he turns around because no dudes are going to fight me over some edibles. I'm the only chick there. All they're going to do is respect. Thanks, guys. They're really strong. They're 80 milligram for free edible. That's amazing. 80 milligrams total divided into two Rice Krispie treats, two different flavors, chocolate and like a rainbow one. And uh, I ate half of one of them. So that would be about 20 megs. And I was like, I'm pretty stoned. That was during the daytime. And then I ate the other half before I went to bed, which is not the way I like to do it because he wants to eat a bunch of sugar before bed. And I have to say that... I did sleep all right. I didn't sleep super great, but when I woke up the next morning, I was wrecked again. You know, it was too much indica for me. So I'm going to give it to my sister who has way higher of a tolerance for edibles than I do. I think this is going to be perfect for her. At least I hope so. Yay, sissy. Enjoy. See what some other swag that I got. Oh, uh, right at the end as they were closing up, uh, we were packing up the tables. They were just throwing everything away. You know what I mean? We we, we did too. At the end, uh, we had our sample bottles and we definitely gave those away to some of the people that were there. A lot of the DTPC people. So, I mean, you know, they love their Sue's. They know how to use it and they're definitely going to pump that up. So, and at the end of a long weekend, they were there all weekend, most of them. And... That's a long, hard weekend. You need something to massage into your calves, to take a bath with at the end of the day. Maybe even to put on some ice cream and then let it work its pain-relieving magic on your body. Yeah, we were going to hook them up with that. But then you get hooked up with all kinds of stuff. We got hooked up with uh, some, like, infused Cheetos. I got, like, three bags of Cheetos that are also super potent. I can only eat a couple Cheetos because they wreck me too. Again, with the Indicas. Um, I got a honey stick that I don't know what it's infused with. It says it's 40 milligrams of THC. And I don't know if that's purified THC, Indica THC, or Sativa THC. And so I'll just have to give it a try someday when I'm feeling like an adventure. 
let's see what else. Man, they were throwing out vaporizers. Cloud Vapes was throwing out just boxes of vaporizers. I mean, I wouldn't. I didn't even try for that one. They'll fight you for that. And then two, I already have a cloud vaporizer, so I don't need one. Um, but it was really cool. Everybody was on one side of the booth, and I went to the other, and was like, I would like a free dab, please. Thank you. And I got to try them. And at that time, they had the personal vaporizers that they're trying to sell. I think retail, they're like $300, I want to say. Um, or maybe like two sixty nine, dollars something like that, in the $300 range. And at the show, they were on sale for like half off. They were a buck forty. They were cheaper than even the Dr. Dabbers were, which, I mean, when you do the volume, I guess you can do a cheaper show price for sure. So they have two different styles. We'll start there. They have the straight up style, and then they have an angled style, the more traditional dab rig looking style. For a portable vaporizer, the angled vaporizer doesn't really seem practical. The straight up vaporizer does. However, when I got to hit each one, I totally sucked water on the vertical one. It was kind of a harsher hit. It just wasn't as enjoyable. Whereas the one that had the angled tip, the angled mouthpiece was much smoother, was just more comfortable to hit and in the end tasted better for me too. So if I were to drop the money on it, I would probably want to get the angled one, but it's just really awkward to use. So I guess if you can get the money, a Dr. Dabber might still be best. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's good to have options. And I'm not going to make that choice yet. I'm just going to stick with my pen for now. What else? Oh, I ended up getting some concentrate. I have discovered the company that makes concentrate that I'm in love with. I know that they're not the only ones that are doing this, but they all seemed super cool. And all of their product was tasty, clean, terpy, amazing. The product line is called Nectars. And the marketing is so clean and so tight that I kept passing the booth because I thought that they were CO2 products. Between the marketing logos that they had with how just, just streamlined it was and then with how terpy and liquidy a lot of their products were uh, and sappy, you know, the saps and, and oils and, and things like that. I thought they were CO2 for sure. And then one of the girls who was working the booth, like a total stoner girl actually working the booth, you know, being respected, not just some girl thrown in front to show you her tits. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, ladies. You make your money and I just hope that you're getting the respect that you deserve. All right. Um, but it's nice to see girls actually being active participants who are respected for their brains and not just because they're bringing men to the table. And that was this place. And she started talking with us and I was like, yo, yeah, I saw you, but you look like you were CO2. So she's like, oh, no, 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 we're straight BHO. And Sad was like, oh, tell me more. <laughs> and she did. And it was almost at the end of the last day and I had just taken a break. So I needed to 
actually work a while. I mean, I was there to actually work and help Sue out. And so it took me a couple hours to get back to the booth and it was right near the end. And I knew that they were going to be closing up soon, but I got to try some of the products and holy crap, were they amazing. And I bought a gram of this royal jelly and it it's like, like a bee's royal jellies. And instead of being really liquidy, like a CO2 or some of the sappier, oilier, super terpene rich extractions out there, this just sticks. It sticks to the glass. It's so delicious. It smells amazing. It's like that, that, oh, what was that? Um, shark's breath that I got at the secret cup. But with the marketing behind all of those lines, all of those companies out there right now that are pushing products that really aren't that great. Uh, you know, like the CO2 that I don't find to be as useful in the way that they are pushing them. CO2s are great to use in edibles. CO2s are great for uh, topical infusion. CO2s are great for people who need a very, very, very refined product, but they aren't as great a medicine for vaporizing as they claim they are. And nectars is everything that CO2 isn't. And I don't know if he's the owner or the manager. He looked like a guy in charge. He was also a pretty cool dude. Uh, I believe his name is Noel. I think I remembered that because I was like, Nectar Noel. Maybe it have been Joel, but I'm pretty sure it was Noel. And so he kicked me down some animal cookie crumble on top of the gram of royal jelly that I bought. The royal jelly was XJ13, which isn't normally a strain that I like, but this is so smooth, so tasty. It doesn't dry out my eyes in the same way that XJ13s usually do. And, and then he gave me this animal cookies on top of it. And it goes back and forth between really berry and really earthy, depending on the temperature that you vape it at. And I was like, yeah, I will take that like quarter gram of crumble for free. Thank you. I love going to the cannabis cup. And then the difference between the high times cannabis cup and the secret cup is huge huge, or as Bernie would say, huge, right? And so the secret cup, I complained that there weren't really any women there or girls that weren't working, that it wasn't really female friendly. The High Times Cannabis Cup is much more female friendly, though it still has a lot of strides to make in the grand scheme of things. It's stuck in this really weird limbo of subculture that's been heavily supported by the hip-hop community, specifically in that San Bernardino Inland Empire area. And so the people who go to it the most are still bros, uh, homies. Uh, This one guy, he was like, he can't, I don't know what his deal was, but he like, I don't know if he thought I was a different girl every time, but he would just start hollering out and be, hey girl, hey girl, hey girl, you got it going on, girl. I'd be like, no shit, motherfucker. That's why I'm walking away. Go on. That being said, you see a way bigger mix of people 
especially now at the Cannabis Cup, than you do at any other cup or than you even did at the Cannabis Cup probably 10 years ago. Now, they have Cannabis Cups all over, so I'm really just being specific to the SoCal area. I'm sure that the Cannabis Cup and the Emerald Cup and things up north are going to have a much different flavor. They have a much different demographic up there representing a lot of the culture. Uh, Down here, it was gangsters that helped push legislation through a lot of time and helped make it normalized for a lot of people, whether or not that always ended up well. So, and even though there was a touch of medical focus and a little bit of patient rights, it was mostly geared towards legalization at the Secret Cup. And at this cup, even though it was the Cannabis Cup, not the Medical Cannabis Cup, which is going to be a different one, there was a lot more medical and patient rights focus. Um, I made a donation uh, to a booth that was there that was fighting to help get prisoners with lifetime sentences released, uh, sentences just for cannabis, uh, of course, and thanks to that, I ended up walking away with a cookbook and some medicated bath salts, fuck yeah, oh, oh, it's 419, you guys, here it is, I almost missed it, 420, check it, it's 420, let's get stoned. Happy 420, 420, you guys. Oh, man, it's already 420. All right, I guess that means uh, it's about time to move on to the safety meeting, you guys. I don't think I really had much left to talk about. Uh, It was, oh, oh, the fact that I was a vendor. It was really cool to be a vendor. You just walk up to the vendor parking lot. Sue had to take care of all the nonsense for me. DTPC had it hooked up with like their premium location and all the goods that came with it and they were just amazingly helpful. I got my wristband just feeling super cool the entire weekend because you couldn't take it off and I'm like yeah high times cannabis cup vendor you know just whatever and uh I I I loved it. I could bring in my own water. I could bring in my own food. I wasn't really bad. I didn't just buy a bunch of fair medicated food. I actually brought like some good food to try. Go me. Yes. Making small baby strides. Then I ate Jack in the Box. It's a balance, you guys, that I'm going for, okay? And like fresh mango, yogurt, banana in the morning, Jack in the Box at night for dinner. It's, it's a process. Just like everything, right? Okay, so let's safety. I mean, I've already started. It's 420. I'm smoking. So what I want to talk about is this product called a mouthpiece. Piece is spelled as in deuces, peace, you know, P-E-A-C-E, if you didn't get that already. Deuces, you know, because it's the twos. So a mouthpiece is a silicone contraption that has two different areas that you can use to smoke out of strangers pieces or if you're walking around a cup out of multiple different pieces without having to put your lips to the piece every time and as many people said share the herpses 
Now, that works in some ways and not in others. If you're using both sides of the piece, you're still kind of sharing lip space in some ways. The nice thing is that it is very customary that if you are offering free dabs or a piece to use, uh, free bowls, anything like that, then you use alcohol to clean the mouthpiece in between uses. Some people also clean the dab nail with alcohol in between uses too. And I don't always care for that. I think it fucks with the flavor, but I understand why they do it or whatever. Um, They just get gunked up really badly if you didn't understand it as well as I did. Uh, Just sharing that along. So... The mouthpiece does make it really, really easy, however, to go up to a strange piece and not have to get familiar with it. You have a really easy suction that you can do with the mouthpiece, and and I love it. I, I'm so excited. It was only $10, and I'm not going to lie. I mean, one of the reasons that I got it is because... I've got the herpsises. Oh, that was a big share. Uh, and it was it was that baby daddy thing, and he had cold sores. And it's like, no, baby, I love you. It's okay. Don't feel bad. And then you end up with it. We do stupid stuff when we're young and in love, and you never believe it until you end up with the herpsises. Anyway, I by no means feel that I had a cold sore coming on or that I would use a piece if I had a cold sore, but it does bring me peace of mind to know that if one spontaneously shows up like they're known to do, I also have done the responsible thing of trying to stave that off as much as possible, and especially for $10. So yeah. If you're going to be hitting the cup scene, the convention scene, uh, the party scene even, you know, if you are someone maybe who has been sick and you are having people over, you don't necessarily want them to use your piece. Maybe you're just the kind of person who really prides their personal space and their personal selves And this is exactly the kind of product that you would take over to a stranger's house that maybe bulls were going to be at or some sort of house party. That's totally cool, too. And for again, for $10, I'm sure you can get this on Amazon. I'll have a link, Um, though. They were really hard to find anything for social media. So maybe I won't have a link. I don't know. Uh, but definitely check the spliffpodcast.com out and see if I get anything up. I know that I'm going to have some other links up for the Downtown Patient Collective, the High Times Cannabis Cup, if you aren't familiar and want to check out more about the kind of venue that I was at and what to expect. Um, I don't know. I don't even talk about the fact the most amazing thing about the Cannabis Cup is that I literally drove into the vendor parking and it was instantly weed in the air. I could smell just weed lofting around all over. And it's so wonderful and inspiring to see people walking around smoking weed, just being themselves and totally open and comfortable about it. 
to just to know that you can be the kind of dude who walks around with a bag of joints and just gives them away. And I will be the kind of girl who will gladly take them and that we are in a safe space. The time has come for some, not for all, but the time is near. Your time is near, you guys. Absolutely. We're going to keep fighting for it for sure. In the meantime, I got to take off. Got to go pick up the man from the work. Happy 420. I'm going to come home and eat a cookie that my neighbor made with some butter that they had lying around that they had to get rid of for forever or whatever. But nobody could really tell me what's in it, how strong it is. One guy says it's strong. I know it's sativa, so that's good. But I'm going to start with half. And give it an hour, see how I feel. Maybe I'll eat the other half. I don't know. Maybe I'll eat the whole thing because it'll be delicious and then I'll have to take a nap. We'll see. Till then, thanks for spliffing it. Ciao for now.